Today I'm going to talk with a person that many of you have been requesting for a long time and I have so many questions to her but let's start with the basic stuff like name. Uh, my name is Emily Lidehel Öberg. Age. Uh, I'm actually turning 30 this year. Family. Uh, I live with my what do you call him? Boyfriend, <laughs> Joel, and my daughter, Elise. She's turning five this year. Lives in? In a little town called Söråker, in the middle of Sweden, near the, near the coast, the east coast. Favorites of your coloring books? Um, it's the last one, Sagor och Sagner. Favorite pencils? Um, what are they called? My pastel ones. Holbein. Um, Holbein, yes, thank you. <laughs> Favorite colors? Favorite colors? Well, it's also in the pastel range, which you can see on, on the front of all my books. Coffee or tea? Tea. I haven't learned to drink coffee yet. <laughs> Hello everyone and welcome finally to a new episode of Passionista Colorista podcast. And welcome today's guest, Emily Lidehel Öberg. Thank you. <laughs> and uh, I'm, as always when I'm Skyping with my guests, I'm sitting in my bed because it's cozy and it's uh, best sound in here with all the uh, pillows and uh, things but where, where are you sitting i'm sitting in my little studio uh, it's really messy so when people come in they're like oh my god emily <laughs> i have started with some uh, paintings again and i use like sort of a collage technique with old uh, wallpapers and stuff so it's a lot of it's been <laughs> tiny, a lot of tiny paper bits all over <laughs> this room right now. But you're having fun with it? Yes, yes, I am. It's very, it's a free proce process for me. So I'm having very much fun with it. Before we start to dig in and talk about your coloring books and things like that, uh, we know some about some things about you now, but uh, tell us a little bit more about yourself. Who are you? Oh, who am I? Such a big question. <laughs> <laughs> what do you want to know? Your background. Your background? Well, um, yeah, I grew up in Sarge, as I told you before, and uh, <laughs> I'm still here. Uh, and I have been studying graphic design and illustration and information and PR uh, and the coloring book thing sort of just jumped on me. Uh, I yeah. saw them. How did it? How did that start? I saw them on, online and I thought, what a fun 
project to start with. So uh, I did one picture and put it out on Instagram and the publisher found me and contacted me. So after that, I got to do like some test pages and then I started making coloring books for them. Which was this first picture? Uh, it was the one in Sagolikt Fairy Tales uh, with the little rabbits standing in front of the snow globe with a house in, in the snow globe. And did you do you remember uh, the idea behind that picture? Oh, no, I don't. I just collect like photos of small pretty things I like to draw. <laughs> But I don't remember exactly why that was the first first one. I don't. Do you remember the feeling when the, the publisher contacted you? Yes, I got really scared <laughs> <laughs> because I had like, um, how do you talk to a publisher, and what am I supposed to present, and all of that. I had had never worked with a publisher before. Then you made fairy tales and I mean it's a lot of pictures in that one is it yeah 96 pictures so how 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 do you do 96 pictures for a coloring book yeah <laughs> yeah it was a little bit hard um, to come up with 96 ideas at first but you, the more you work the more the ideas come to you 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 get into a flow and yeah but I, I think the books got better and better by time also do you have any favorite picture from Sagolikt fairy tale oh hmm god I need, I need to go, go get myself yes do that one. I'm sitting here flipping it through <laughs> <clears throat> well, I, I really like the one on the cover, which is also in the book, uh, with the deers, and also a type of snow globe. And of course, there's the one with the house standing in a book. It's one of my favorites, too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have not colored that. I must do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're you're a really really good colorist. <laughs> <laughs> I have evolved since we since we first met. <laughs> yeah, you have. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, was it obvious for you that the theme was going to be this fairy tale? Yes, it was, um, because fairy tales have always been with me. Uh, I grew up next to my grandmother, and as I said before, we I grew up by the coast, and she has had all of these like tales and legends that she would tell me and my brother and our cousins, uh, so <laughs> mostly to scare us. Uh, not to wander off in the woods or 
go down <laughs> and fall in the water. Uh, there was a sea witch, and in the woods there were trolls and fairies. She also <laughs> she also made us believe that there were little gnomes in the um, what do you call it in English? Uthus. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> a little house. Well, yeah, a little house. Shed, of, shed, uh, shed, maybe. Shed, shed. Yeah, yeah. Where they kept um, the firewood. So we wouldn't be there and climb the firewood. She told us there were gnomes in there. <laughs> and she had like those little things that she did. If she was going to pour out a bucket of water, she would stamp on the ground before and uh, tell all the the tiny gnomes to get out of the way. <laughs> so my fascination for fairy tales started then. And ha have you, is this uh, fascination, I mean, have you, are you reading a lot of fairy tales nowadays? Yeah, I am. Uh, <laughs> books about uh, witches and also there's a Swedish series called Jordskott uh, about all of these legends, Swedish legends that we have. So, yeah, I like the mystique of it. But when you did this first book, yes. uh, mm -hmm. you said you were collecting things. So one picture is not just one one legend or something your grandmother told. It's a, a mix of things, or? Yeah, it's a mix of things. I like, I have a lot of pictures of old houses. Uh, for example, um, in the area where I live, uh, people are moving to the cities. So a lot of houses is just standing and getting forgotten about and, and I like to paint them so they can live on a little bit longer because they're starting to fall apart so th that's the houses in your books yeah that's one thing I collect and I collect pictures of mm, animals and yeah other cute things that I can draw later and then I put a couple of these things together in one page. But how much had you been drawing pictures like this before you started to do the, the yeah. coloring book? Not a lot. I started drawing a little bit more because I entered like one of these uh, color a picture a day. One one uh, one a day, I think it was called. Uh, and you were supposed to draw to draw one thing every day for a year. So then I got uh, a little bit more into drawing because I had been doing mostly paintings and portraits before that. In a whole in whole in other techniques. So. Were there something special you had to think about when you did pages that was going to be colored in by someone else? 
Uh, yes, I was. Uh, the first um, like test pages I sent to the publisher were had too tiny of of areas to color in, so I had to redo the first twenty pages. Uh, you learn, <laughs> you learn a long way. Also, I have learned that a lot of people find it difficult when the page um, stretches all over the when the drawing stretches all over the page and so on. So I think in my latest book, Sagar Sagner, I left a little more room around the drawings. One thing I like about your books is that, uh, as you say, they are not a lot of super tiny details. So there's plenty oh. of room of, to shade and do things like that. And was that's something you was thinking of? Yeah, yeah. For my, my latest book, it definitely was because I saw that people uh, were doing that. And... I mean, come on, some some of the drawings, and the coloring in that I see, it's really amazing. Um, and people use so many different techniques and mediums, so it's so cool to see. But yeah, I, I try to to think about um, how can you shade this, or even which color can you use, which is pointless <laughs> because people really do their own their own interpretations of it. <laughs> but I always, I always picture them in, in this or that color. So it's very funny. funny. It's very fun to see what people do of it. Because I have interviewed people, illustrators, that say that they don't picture their drawings in color. Uh, yeah. But I know you do that. <laughs> yeah, I do that. I picture... I mean... That's just my brain. I picture everything. I remember when we were going to buy our house and my boyfriend couldn't really see the potential at all. And I had already painted the walls and furniture it before we even considered buying it. <laughs> so that's just how my brain works. You said that pastels are your favorite colors and uh, mm. that you read it into fairy tales. And when, when you look into your books uh, and uh, hear you talk, I've got this feeling. Get this feeling that you are a very romantic person. Is that true? Yeah. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. Not in a relationship. <laughs> no, I'm a romantic person. Yeah, when it comes to interiors and. Uh, the way I dress and everything, and I love these um, movies, old time, old Hollywood movies, and things that um, that take place in the 18th century. Yeah, so I guess I'm I'm a pretty romantic person when it comes to my interests. But in your books, there are some things that come. Uh you can find in different places in the books, like you were talking about these kind of snow globes. Mm -hmm. What is that? I mean, where where does that fascination comes from? Why do you do these snow, snow globes? 
Oh, I, I don't know. I just like pretty, pretty, <laughs> pretty things and snow globes. I think it's it's a nice way to frame things. Um, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. And the deers? There are a lot of deers. Oh, the deer. Yeah, it's my favorite animal. So it, there's a lot of deers, and I also have this um, collection of porcelain deers. Uh, who I have used to to draw. I look at them when I draw a deer. And uh, do you remember the the feeling when you hold fairy tales in your hand the first time when it actually was a book? Yeah, I do. I was really. I remember I had two jobs, so I remember. Uh, bringing it, bringing it to work, and showing everyone. And also, <laughs> when like um, I remember when big things happen in my life, I always get a feeling that I I should call my dad, but uh, not remembering that he's not alive anymore. <laughs> so that's one thing I did. Picked up the phone and uh, I was going to call him, and I was like, no, I can't. <laughs> So I remember it being like a real big moment for me. And uh, did you color in it yourself? Yes, I did. Um, me and a couple of friends actually got together and colored for one night a week in the beginning there. And how was th how was that? Well, really nice sitting together and talking and coloring in and doing the colors that I, that I imagine. <laughs> the right colors. Yes. <laughs> and uh, then this second book came out, or you you <laughs> did the second books. And I know a lot of people abroad ha have problems with pronouncing pronouncing the title. Yeah. So can you say it yeah. the right way? Yeah. Sagor och sägner. And how to translate that? It's basically tales and legends. And uh, in this book, uh, mm -hmm. it's, I mean, it's still your style and your pictures. Uh, did you have, did you worked different with this book or the same way? Yeah, um, yeah. As I was saying before, I try to leave a little more uh, space around the drawings, and I was thinking about um, not letting all the drawings fill out the whole page a little bit more than I did in uh, fairy tales. And also, you know, I think my technique improved. Which it does if you if you do something as much as you have to do when you when you draw this much. But in this book, is there actually real fairy tale stories behind the pictures, or is it this mix of ideas and photos you have collected? Uh, it's both. It's a mix of photos and things I collected, but also you have you have the trolls. 
that my grandmother used to tell me about. And you also have the sea witch on one page and and so on. And is it uh, Red Hood? Yeah, it's Red Hood. And there's some fairies, I think. And the Troll King. So, yeah. And uh, do you have any favorite from this book? Uh, yeah, I do. <laughs> I have a lot of favorites, actually. I really like the mice in the in in the teacups, the little boat teacups. Yeah, they are so cute. <laughs> and also, I like I like the trolls behind the little house. I think it's in the beginning of the book. Have you done any page in this book yourself? Yes, I have. I did. Um, I started on the girl who's on, she's under the water and she has like um, uh, some fishes swimming in her hair and so. Yes. You know which one I, I mean? Yes, I've done that. <laughs> I started on that one. So what is the right hair color for her? I mean, in your head, I have done it green. In my interpretation, she's actually all green. Ah, then I did I did the right colors. Yeah, you did it correct. Well, good. I actually I was uh, on a color book meetup you had when you released this book. Yeah. And it was so fun because you had one of your best friends there. I don't think she yeah. colored very much, but she did some coloring, and she was so funny because she asked you all the time, is this the right color? Is this right, <laughs> Emily? Oh, yes. <yeah. laughs> yeah, I remember. Yeah. This book is so loved. I know so many that have this book as they fav their favorite. Oh, that's very nice to hear. <laughs> is that something that uh, you also noticed? Are people telling you this? Yeah. Yeah, I get a lot of lovely comments. Um, I have I haven't been really active lately on my social media. Sorry about that. <laughs> but um, yeah, life life came in the way. Or what to say? <laughs> but I do get a lot of lovely comments and messages. So thank you for that. <laughs> what do you think it is about this book that people seem to like so much? Well, uh, I really think, for starters, people like the hardcover books from Sweden. The, the feeling of a hardcover book is a little bit different. And, <clears throat> well, maybe it's the cuteness of the illustrations that goes through the whole book. And as I was saying before, I really think my technique technique improved with this book so yeah and the book came out in 2016 no 17 what was it uh, 17 17 17 sorry it was April 17 April. two years ago yes 
so it was uh, this book, it was new, but then came 2018, and I know that was a more tough year for you. Yeah, it was. I had been working really hard, uh, having two jobs. Um, uh, I work at, uh, with marketing at the culture house, and in the evenings I was doing my my coloring books, so I didn't get much sleep, which wasn't good. And then by the end of 2017, uh, we had a, a miscarriage, which really threw me off. Like everything was coming back to haunt me. Of course, that's a really bad experience all by its own, but it really threw me off the wagon, or what you say, uh, all the long working hours and not getting enough sleep and so on. So 2018 uh, ended up being about just taking it a little bit slower and uh, thinking about what I wanted to do next and yeah, trying to get back to my <laughs> happy place or how you should say it. And what did you find? What helped you back? Uh, I have been spending a lot of time with my family and my friends and trying we have been doing a lot of stuff together and but also doing things that I uh, like didn't have time to do uh, that I used to do before I started with books like uh, being out in nature and um, uh, reading and those kind of things to relax And when did you feel that you started to be feeling better? How long time since? It took me a year. I think it, I'm, I'm just now starting to feel like myself again. And are you drawing anything or are there other stuff now that, that you do? Uh as I mentioned before, I'm working on paintings again, which I used to do before. I started with the coloring books. And I am doing a couple of, of um, <laughs> I'm trying to find the, the English words for it again. I am doing uh, some work for like companies who need illustrations and so on. Uh, but I'm not working on any new coloring books at the moment. Uh, and uh, do you think there will will be any more coloring books in the future? I don't know. Um, maybe. If I have an idea for a coloring book that I really would have liked to to use, um, but the coloring book. The trend went down, and the publishers started to look for other things to do, I think. Um, so 
so I, I really I really don't know. It would be fun. But. I have a question from a, a coloring friend uh, that mm-hmm. she sent with me when I mentioned that I was going to talk to you. And that was uh, if you could think... Uh, if you if you ever could think of doing like a Kickstarter thing and give out your own coloring book. Oh yeah, like a crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My boyfriend keeps telling me that too. Yeah, maybe. Um, I would have to look into that because I really don't have any knowledge about how you go about that, but. It has crossed my mind. <laughs> because I know there are a lot of people who love this book and probably mm-hmm. would love another book by you. Yeah. Yeah. I am working on on, on getting me a, a good web page and a web shop to put up smaller things for sale, like cards and um, I'm working on a new calendar and so so we will see when it will be up hopefully soon during this uh, 2018 when everything was not so good could you color mm-hmm. and i mean we uh, we in the community we use coloring as a comfort mm-hmm. but maybe yeah. that wouldn't work for you i don't know did you color anything no. i i almost didn't draw or color it at all that year because I think maybe that's a problem when when you start working with your hobby with your interest like like I did Uh, drawing used to be what I did when I when I needed comfort or needed to relax and so on and then drawing became all work so when I needed to relax this time, I, I turned to other things. But these collages you are doing that now, tell tell me a little bit more about that. Oh, yeah, yeah. it's paintings. It's most, mostly girls and women, which I use uh, old wallpapers I collect as background and clothes. And yeah, it's I use acrylic color and... Yeah, I, it's it's a little bit hard to explain. I maybe have to to show some pictures. Yes, <laughs> send me some pictures and I yeah. put it out connected to this episode. Uh, yeah. But is these things you are selling, or is it just for your your own? No, it's it's things I'm selling, um, and I haven't done it since 2015 or 16. I think I think so. I'm a little bit. Nervous, nervous this time how it's going to go, <laughs> but hoping people still like them. Back to the coloring books. How was it to see <coughs> your pictures drawn, colored in by someone else, and uploaded on internet? I love it, and I love that people do it in so many other, uh, so many different ways, and use so many different mediums. And um, people are so creative about how they go about it. I even saw <laughs> one of my books, uh, which she, 
a woman had used collage technique on it. It was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, it's often I'm like, oh my, that's a good idea (laughs) to do it like that. But does your daughter like to color draw? Yeah, she does. She actually told me uh, the other day that when I grew up, I'm going to decide everything by myself and I'm going to be an artist. Oh, cute. (laughs) And she, yeah, she likes to draw and she likes to color in too. Have she colored in your books? Yes, she has. She has gotten, I gave her a few of them, but she's... Yeah, she's turning five this summer, so it's right about now she's starting to be able to to stay inside the lines. <laughs> your first book's fairy tales. The last page is uh, is a page for your daughter Elisa yeah. to Elisa. Yeah. Why did you want her name in the book? Yeah, um, yeah. Well, working with culture and. and artistry things it's not something that's easy or something that's appreciated like in an economic way Uh, but I I wanted her name in it because uh, growing up I want her to to follow her heart and, and do the things that she's passionate about and yeah, I wanted to give her to feel that she have has my support to to go to try those things that aren't like economically safe or <laughs> I don't know how to to say it in English. But to follow her passion. Yeah, to follow her passion. Um, <laughs> it sounded like I'm I'm starting to talk English, Irish, English now. <laughs> That's <laughs> been fine. Watching, <laughs> been watching too many episodes of Outlander. Um, well, growing up, um, I think it's it's a class thing if you get encouraged to to pursue pursue a, a hobby like drawing or singing or dancing because it's an unsafe market to be on when it comes to earning your living. Uh, and it's very important for me that culture is for everyone, no matter which background you have. So this is a really long explanation <laughs> I love it. for your question, <laughs> but that's why I want her name in it. Uh, do you feel proud when you see your books? Yeah, yeah, I do. Of course, I worked really hard and put a lot of effort into it. So, and of course, it's it's. It's a really proud moment for me, just having a, a book released. 
I'm w sitting here and see, watching uh, look at some of your drawings in the books, and uh, mm -hmm. I have this. I mean, the, the titles uh, is about fairy tales, and uh, the pictures also feel like they have stories in them. Do you picture stories? Do you fantasize up stories for yourself when you are drawing the pictures? Mm, <laughs> I used to do a lot, a lot of these like tiny drawings when I was small. I would like to my dream my dream adventure park or my dream camping area or a lot of that so I think that's still with me like creating a little world of its own and that's possibly also the dreamer and romantic side of me seeping out into my drawings uh, when you are, but when you are doing things uh, like making a page for a coloring book, how do you start? Hmm. How is the process? Hmm. It, so someone once told me that you should use fifteen percent of your day uh, looking for inspiration, and I think I think it's whatever you work with, if you have the possibility, of course. Um, and I think that's a great idea because you, then the new ideas will come to you. So I usually start with like looking through photos I have taken or uh, pictures of animals, and yeah, then I try to put together, put them together to a page. So that's usually how I start. What do you need to be surrounded by to be able to? feel creativity and feel that you're having flow yeah I really I try to put things I do up on the wall and I know and I love to have all my coloring things in front of me so I like to to see the mediums and the material I have <laughs> and yeah even if I haven't used them in like Three years, I still want it up on the shelf <laughs> because maybe I will use it. Yeah. So and it's often quite, quite messy. I'm, I must admit, it's like creative chaos. Can you describe the feeling when you have the opposite, when you're not in flow, but when you are struggle with the things you're doing? Yeah. It's usually hard when you're not feeling inspired, and then I will I, I can start a painting or a drawing, like start it over a few times before I realize no, I need to go and do something else now and come back to this later. So that's the answer because I was going to ask you what you do then, but so yeah. then <laughs> you walk away. <laughs> yeah, walk away. <laughs> Slam the door and walk away. How much time do you spend in your studio? Um, I work two days a week now with uh, my art thing, and three days a week I work at uh, the culture house. And uh, 
what do you picture next? How will this uh, year be? Will it be like this? You're going to keep doing this painting art? Yeah, I, yeah, I have a few exhibitions for my paintings planned in this year. So we'll be working on that. And we'll be trying to get the cal coloring in co calendar to print this spring. And also I have a few ideas for books that I would like to to send to publishers so but then yeah. it's not coloring books it's uh, other kind no. of books other kind of books and also I have this dream of making a uh, or an idea for a children's book so yeah we will see how much I will I will have the time to do to proceed when you are creating art are you listening to something or are you sitting in silence <clears throat> yeah when I made books I used to <laughs> to watch a lot of ser TV series so first I would do this listening to music and sketch up the page and when it was time to fill in the black lines I would uh, look at the TV series while doing that. So you could fill in the lines with black and still watching a TV series? Yes. <laughs> so which part of the process in doing a picture or a painting is most fun? Uh, coming up with an idea and then I'm always in a rush to finish it because I, I want to see the end result straight. Straight, straight. <laughs> I want to see the end result right away. But you told us earlier that you are really good at picture things that's not already existing. Uh, mm -hmm. Is is that uh, so? Every page does it looks like it was in your head. Yeah, mostly. Sometimes you come up with ideas along the way, like this would look good with a flower here or circle there like but mostly it's it's the way I picture it <laughs> so how do you feel now you said you started to feel okay now but are mm -hmm. you are you still suffering from this or how much yeah yeah I have gotten a lot of a lot better at like listening to my body like you need to go to sleep now or you need to eat now uh, I have started to exercise once a day which is really good for me and yeah so you so have been I'm, better to taking care to take care of yourself yes I have but that's it takes time too like yes you need to put some effort into that and I have a really supportive boyfriend who gives me what gives me. <laughs> it's an equal relationship, but I think it's he's really good at giving me the extra time to do that. We know uh, that you like are good at drawing and that you are painting, but you also sing and 
doing some theaters sometimes? Yeah, yeah. At the Culture House where I work, we, we put up a Christmas show every year. So when you were trying to do this interview with me in December, we were right in the middle of performing that, that show. Sorry, I just tried to keep uh, not laughing because it's so fun. You seem to be a very time optimistic person. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> you just, we can do the interview then. And then you just, oh, but uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to have to rehearse uh, this <laughs> show every yeah. night, this every day this week. But maybe we can do it. <laughs> but well, maybe not. <laughs> yeah, do you see, do you see what? <laughs> Why I burned out? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, but I'm also like, I like to try things also. I just bought a book on how to write. <laughs> like, it's it's like never enough. I need to sing and play guitar and play theater and, and draw. And yeah, I, I like to try different ways of expressing myself. You are a super creative person. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but yeah, I like to try new new things. I can't dance. That's Yet. for sure. <laughs> yeah. But uh, what are your best tips then for us who are not that brave to try out new things? Well, um, <laughs> I think when it comes to artistic ways to <laughs> artistic ways to express yourself, people all of a sudden get really shaky. And if you if you're going to do it, you need to be very good at it, or else you're not going to try. Uh, and we have a lot of childrens and youth groups in the house. And what I try to do is just. <laughs> bringing it down to the basics like nobody's scared to try math or every child or write or, or those kind of things but when it comes to music or drawing people always say that they can't but, but everyone can sing and everyone can draw you just have to let go of the prestige, but it it's it's like it's hard, but like it's also about I think making it available to to young people when they when they are small, like making it a natural part of their life to to have different ways to express themselves. Uh, what is your, the name of your grandma? Uh, Siri. Siri. She's not mm -hmm. uh, living anymore. No, she's not alive. She died when I was 15, 14. She is, uh, I mean, a lot of the pages and the books and your mm -hmm. Ideas came from her stories. Do you think she would have been proud of your books? Yeah, 
yeah, I think she would have been, she would have been proud. She had this amazing quality to her to always putting the children first, and she, she didn't care. Um, like my father had a lot of siblings who had a lot of children, so the house was always full of people. And she, from my perspective, she never seemed to mind. She just loved uh, having people in the house and always put the children first. So I think she, she would have been proud to see that this stories she told us turned out to be a coloring book. For a long time, Sagor and Sagner, Sagor and Sagner was sold out. Uh, but yes. last, uh, in the end of last year, it uh, was a reprint. Uh, mm -hmm. How was that? How that, uh, did that feel for you? That it. Uh, yeah, for starters, it was very nice to finally being able to answer everyone who kept asking for the book uh, to that it that it was going to be they were going to be able to get it again. And of course, it's it's a nice recognition that so many people asked about the book that they decided to reprint it again. And I know uh, it uh, made a lot of people happy. Yes, it did. I have gotten a lot of sweet comments about that. Thank you so much, Emily. Yeah, thank you. I'm so happy we finally found time that we find a time when we could do this. Yes. So what are you going to do the rest of the day? The rest of the day... I'm thinking about cleaning, <laughs> cleaning my studio, but I will probably start another painting and <clears throat> then I have some boring, <laughs> boring paper jobs to do. Uh, thank you so much, Emily, and uh, thank you all for listening and goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>